first classic 2016 Uh, first of all, I'm a New York nigga New kicks, new chicks, and new fitted You could put me anywhere, I'ma kick it 125th G depth, let's get it I hate when niggas say you make real hip-hop I will still fuck your bitch in Gucci flip-flops The problem is if I say anything intelligent You call it conscious like it's somehow not relevant I agree that this ain't really for KOD But say la vie out the bows in the SUV On my way to the black Oscars The late Oscar Grant is getting on it Somebody tell Ryan Coogler he's a monster And Magic and Jordan will be the sponsors The great Quincy Jones will pick the artist For the Robert Glasper Ensemble Oh look it's the LeBron sipping on our mom With the Simmons and the Carters and Obamas Alright let me not get your hopes up The joke's up Got you niggas nervous like the ropes up Now I'm not as melanated as the greatest But I know chocolate Lou Gossett niggas who don't say this Who's the nicest nigga you know of? For every joint that he got, I make four of. Oh, in these 16s, I got more Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Misfits of Comedy Podcast. This is your boy, C.D. Travels in the house. It's another Wednesday in Atlanta. That's right. Yeah. Cold and shit. <laughs> Bipolar weather. So, be, you know, be, be, be careful because it's black ice and traffic is stupid and cops is everywhere. Motherfucking cop gave me a ticket. Fuck you, cop. Really? Uh, yeah. What you do? Cross the. What the, you do? You know how we're twenty and twenty-five meet merge right there. Yep. Uh-huh. I fucking wasn't paying attention. I don't know. Fuck. I was late to work and I merged over the median. Went over the median, and this nigga cro- cut right in front of me and stopped right there. And I'm and at this point I'm like, what the fuck he cut in front of me for? Because I'm not thinking why he stopped. I'm like, why the fuck he stopped in the middle of the thing? I'm not knowing this is the median right here. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at the lines like that. And I swerve around him and he pulled me over right there telling me, you, you went across the gore. So what the fuck is a gore? The gore? Think, yeah. He said, the median. I said, nigga, use the median. Like, who? Spell gore. Right. Yeah. I was like, let's call it a median. Oh, fucking. And I can't even think of a good excuse. That's why I was really pissed at. Like, that fuck. saved the world today. Right. That saved a lot. No crime went down because of that. Right. <laughs> but damn, I couldn't get a warning, dog. Like, Crime went down because that boy, he super cop. No, black cops be the worst. I hate to say that. Sometimes. (laughs) They be doing the most. Like, you couldn't let me go, dog? Like, with a warning? You know, they call me black ice in college. Did they? Yeah, because you you can't really see me, and you go all the way in. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Hold on, we haven't introduced you yet. That's my man, Paul Buck (laughs) Gittins. Bucks. Right? Right? A.K.A. Black Ice. A.K.A. Black Ice, baby. You just got right into that shit. What school you went to? What's that? What school you say you guys? Oh, I went to college online. <laughs> <laughs> Call you black guys online? Call me online. Uh, okay. All right, bro. I got respect. Good. I appreciate it. So we both uh, acknowledge that we from New York, so that's another, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no thing. We have we had South Bronx last week. <laughs> Brooklyn in the house, you know what I'm saying? I like, I like this New York street. And I'm not even trying. That's the crazy part. This shit just happened. Like, if I hit three in a row, it's going to be crazy. Right. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. So, how long you been doing comedy, bro? I've been doing comedy almost 20 years. Oh, man. All right. That's veteran number, baby. So, so I started in New York? I did not start in New York. I actually, um, I got a theatrical background. <gasps> okay. Um, and I actually, you know, I was just doing, I was just doing ball head whole shit in New York. <laughs> and then um, my parents were, were military, so we moved a lot. And then so uh, we got to North Carolina, and then one day I moved to Chicago. 
Mm. I moved to Chicago. All right, all right, all right. So we got two things in common. I moved to Chicago, and um, I was doing little open mics and stuff, and there was a guy running Zanies off in Old Town um, named Martinez. He's, he's not there anymore. This was a long time ago when Rick E. used to own the place, and uh, um, one of my one of my he's like a brother to me, Roman and Myra. They they ran a bar down the street called Burton Place. And they were like, yo, this guy is really funny. You need to let him get up on stage. Like, he is ridiculous. And they were like, hey, player, come shoot your shot. So my first shot, um, I got a little featured spot at, at Zany's. I didn't know what that meant at the time, you know, because I was green, right? right? How, many time, how much time they gave you? They gave me like six minutes. That was, that was six of the longest minutes. Because you ain't had shit. Because I didn't have, all I had was life experiences. And that's when I realized I was like a storyteller. Because I was like, okay. Now, what are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about my big, crazy Caribbean family? What are we going to talk about uh, me running naked in the park? Like, what are we going to talk about? And I just went up there. The lights came on, and Buck was born. Like, it just, it felt, natural. that shit felt natural. That shit felt good that, that shit, first time. It was, it was good, scary. I peed a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm type 2 diabetic. but yeah. um, It was a lot happening, but it was just so... Um, it was so exhilarating. And one of the vet comics after my set, he was just like, well, you did that. And I was just like, I was just like, thank you. You know, I gave him some love and walked off. And I cried outside with a 40 on the curb <laughs> because I was so, that's when the nerves set in. Right, right, right. That's right, when the right, nerves right. set in. I was right. just like, I made all these people laugh. Right. And it did help that part of my tribe was in the audience. Right. And they were, you know, always my family, my extended family, you know, those friends you call family. Gave me a whole lot of love, that's what's up. you know, for my first times. So it was that's good. What's up? What's up? Yeah, that's that's dope for your first experience. But you like you're right. If you don't have time, five minutes feel like an hour, bro. There's like, been goddamn. There's been bad crowds where three minutes was like, I gave him all I got. You're looking and, for the host. Like, yeah, the fuck does nigga at? They were like, nigga, you got a minute and forty five <laughs> seconds to go. <laughs> you like, holy shit. Yeah, I've been there before. I've been there. So twenty years of comedy, man. That's been, those are veteran numbers. Who have you worked with? Um, who have to, who do you you know hope to work with soon? Um, I've worked with uh, my comedy auntie Hope Flood. Hope you know I did a, I was in Japan for ten years, so I did a lot. I got to Eddie Izzard, um, Jim Gaffigan, um, a lot of brothers coming out of Toronto. Um, there's just been a lot of people that I've just been blessed um, blessed to work with. A lot of people that y'all don't know yet. You know what I'm saying. Um, uh, my homeboy Barney, Stephen Briggs, he's doing a lot of big things out on the West Coast. Um, what's that cat's name? There was a lot of Canadian dudes. Big old guy from um, Newfoundland. He's a newfie. Um, he's doing it big in like Mongolia and in weird places like that. He's doing comedy. So I've just been blessed to have um, <coughs> a lot of different type of people like to work with. You Anybody know. you hope to work with in the future, you aspire to work with. You know, I, this is gonna sound real crazy. Um, um, Omar Gooding, I want to work with Omar. I got the actor because he's funny as all get out. Really, like funny as stand up, like ridiculous. Like he is ridiculous. I got to meet him um, at Hope's Comic Rock out in L.A. and uh, for the uh, for the, uh, the the Purple Carpet event. Okay. Um, he just gave me some love. Uh, Big Tehran that wears the robes when he gets on stage. Um, he gave me some love. We we connected on um, on Clubhouse, and I'm itching to get out there and work with Tehran um, as well. And there was a lot of people. Like I said, I just came from the Burbank um, 
comedy festival. I got best. I was one of the guys that got best of the fest, and there was so many people that came through. Like I want to work with Jay Leno. I want to work with um, um, Jay still doing stand up. Jay pops in and tears it down. What? And yo, his head is massive. Yeah, like that looked, brother. Looked, it looked that massive. Bro- the it was like from here to here. Yeah, like I was just like, damn. Was you know? Yeah, I tried. To, I was, and he, he called not, me on it. He did. He called me on it. He, he was just like, shit, he was just like, yeah, my head is this big. I was like, get out of here. Um, <laughs> it was real crazy. I want to work with Cat. Um, right. But biggest one though, that one of my favorite all time comedians, and people give me grief for this, Martin Lawrence. No. I want to work with Martin. Oh Martin. no, for, for sure. You know, Martin's be, a beast. Martin's a beast, and you know, just his show. Like I Best go back and watch, ever. I go back and watch his show, and that shit still makes me laugh to no, this day. No, he's you the know? best, greatest mm-hmm. show comedy show host of all time, in my opinion. I, I agree. And who the fuck's doing? Hard. Who the fuck's doing crowd work like he doing crowd work? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers killed me. And Martin will go in on it. There's a couple other people I want to work with, but they, they, you know, they're not with us no more. So oh, you know, yeah, you, um, you know, little 40, 30 seconds for that. Yeah, all right, yeah. you know, we don't bring the mood down. But you know, I want to no, work. I, I want to work with some legends, and I want to work with some new cats. There's some new fascinating cats out there, and people that I've worked with now that I want to work with again, like um, Dana Keel. She's my homegirl from LA. She's funny. Um, 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 I, I've got a chance to meet like through through Auntie Hope, like Miss Laura. You know, Coco. Uh, you know, Coco Brown. Um, you know, all of these great. Lunell through her. I met Lunell. Lunell Brown. Kim, Kim, the, all the Kims. You know, I met right. the three Kims. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that was and that was exciting. Um, I met Rodney Perry through her. I met Uncle Rodney through her too, as well. You know, Shang. Shang, see, I want to work. I, 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 we, I've hung out with Shang a couple Shang's of times, cool and um, he was at the Burbank Festival. Mm-hmm. He did the night at the Ice House, and uh, I definitely want to reconnect with Shang because Shang is funny. Shang. Kente Scott, like Kente all these Scott, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Punch Up King. The punch up king. Yeah, but he definitely, you know, I learned a lot of punching up, how to punch up shit from him on this convention. He wrote, he rewrote, helped me rewrite two of my jokes that kill, yeah. that really kill. So I'm very grateful yeah, for Kente. He's, he's dope at what he does. He's very much dope. Um, in those 20 years, right? You got a lot of ups and downs, roller coasters. What is some? What is the biggest highlight that stands out to you? And what is, what is one of those moments that like didn't go so well that stands out to you as well? Like you know. Well, you got booed or something like that, or just something like those those vast extremes that people don't know that's not in comedy that happened to you. I'll tell you, so one of the biggest highlights, I ran the largest English show um, in Japan, um, Funny Fridays, because um, I was active duty Navy. Okay. And so everywhere I went, I found opportunity to, to, to create a show, do a show. Um, the biggest highlights with Funny Fridays, I, gave the, I did the first um, comedy show um, at my level on a on a air on a nuclear aircraft carrier, mm. and I was surrounded by my peers, <coughs> other people, and it was and it was just dope. It was just dope. MWR, sh- big shout out to MWR. They gave me a show for nearly ten years. Mm. You know, I had a um, a featured a featured show once a month, um, and it started with five people. And when we stopped doing the show, every month we'd have like three or four hundred people mm. doing that, and I was able to bring a lot of other comics um, that were doing English, you know, shows. In Japan, and so that was. was the, any, did any of the Japanese? Did any of the Japanese natives 
get it get people absolutely 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 it was open to expats and a lot of the japanese you know of course they could understand some things were lost in conversation but sometimes japanese people are like we just happy to be anywhere you know <laughs> you know making them weird grunting noises and stuff they weird with them panties in the damn vending machine don't you know panties bro japan is live at five all that bowing and stuff they polite but they nasty underneath it. they polite and nasty <laughs> At the same time, I believe you know. that shit too. Yeah, them niggas be out the open with that shit. But uh, that's what's up. So what's the what's the you know one of the moments you be like, wow. So there was this spot in Japan that we, we used to be like one of our other spots that a lot of people go to the performance called Good Heavens, run by a guy named Paul Davies. And Paul Davies is dope. And his little spot, Good Heavens, is dope. Um, it's in this place called Shimo Kitazawa in Greater Tokyo. Okay. And there was this. Uh, lady that was like the mother of one of his bartenders right sabrina sandra her name was sandra white privilege living on the economy over there you know whatever and she sat right in the front row while i was doing my set and i was just like you know i was messing with her a little bit and she was like "Uh uh-uh not today and i thought she was just vibing Mm -hmm. with the show She, she disrupted serious. my whole show. Stood up. She is cussing at me. All kinds of stuff. Now, at this point, I've been doing comedy like 13 years. And, you know, had a good run. I, I bombed. I'm not going to sit up here and say I've never bombed. <laughs> I have epically. I have epically. Where I had to rethink some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to do this no more. The whole set. Disrupted my whole entire set to the point where I was walking around the block. Um, um, and my, this dude, Nick Chopin, he's a comic from, uh, from, from, uh, the UK. Funny, funny dude. He was just like, he went in on her on my behalf. And right. afterwards he walked the block with me twice. That's the worst performance, the fastest performance. And I was even like two minutes. I was like, gotta go. All right. That's been my time. You, know, uh, you niggas wasn't shit. You ain't shit. Sandra, F you, you know, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? And then she came up after she came up after she was like, you need to apologize. I'm like, you sitting up there with your white privilege over here. Like, this is comedy. Right. If you don't like it, sit your ass in the back. How about go to another prefecture and be mean over there? Right. I don't care that your man left you. I don't care that you hate right. your kids. Right. You came here to laugh. Yeah. Why are you not doing that? What did you say that made her feel like she has to apologize to? Because I, I made a white white privilege reference. You know, I said, why are you standing there? And I've made that little joke or like we're doing crowd work before. I said, oh, you sitting up here. You know, when somebody, I'll say something and somebody will answer back. And I'm like, now why are you out here with your white privilege? You see daddy's up here working. Let right. me do my thing. Right, you know? right, right. And normally people just laugh and we just move on from it. But she was like, white privilege. You don't know what I've been through. I'm like, you are a five foot eight white woman living in Japan. You ain't been through shit. You ain't Japanese been through dicks. nothing. <laughs> and that ain't even a lot to be through. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm like, you know, sit down somewhere. But that was, she threw me off my game so bad. I did not perform for about two weeks. Wow. Because I was going yeah. over everything. I was just like, wait a minute. I've used a lot of this material before. And she even got into it with Paul Davies, the owner of the spot. And he was like, that's a good dude. He comes here. I was known in that area of Japan for some reason. When I showed up to places, people drank more. They spent more money. 
not not just because of the comedy, because back then, before the beatings, I was the turn up king. Like you couldn't out drink me. I was ne- I was naked. I was naked hanging up. With you know, I was just like where we. And Japan is so live at five. Like you can go in a club Friday night and leave there Sunday. Mm. You know, you yeah. know, with a change of clothes. You know, if you don't leave it back then, you know, when you're younger, if you didn't leave the party musty, you ain't do nothing. Right. You know? Now everybody wants to stay fresh. But that threw me off my game so bad, bro. Like that was probably my worst. Absolute worst experience. So, what did you learn about hecklers from that moment on? I learned to deal with hecklers and keep it moving. You know, I'll address them if they're too disruptive. I pull a Molary and Curly. I look at security. Go on. You know, I right. I'll feed into it, and I love crowd work because I love playing with the crowd. But I learned to do my crowd work a different approach with my crowd work because I could be a likable guy on stage. So it's like, let's keep that energy. But if somebody's being disruptive now, I'm just like. Yo ass is getting roasted and then you getting the hell out of here right. because these other people paid their money or they bought that little pizza wherever you're doing this little open mic. They came mm-hmm. they came to be entertained. Right. They didn't come for the bullshit. Facts. You know. Facts. You know how the people say, I was trying to help your show. You ever know somebody tell you that show when they be trying to fuck with you? Absolutely. Bitch, who told you? Who told you? You was helping the show? Help your kids out. Right. Matter of fact, where are your kids right now? You know what I'm saying? You at this comedy show, right. you know, beat your kids. You right, know? right, right, right. That's, that's that's true. That is. So, what are three adjectives that describe your style of comedy? You know, for anybody who haven't seen you and they want to come see you, how would you describe yourself on stage? Out of control. Okay. All right. Low raunchy. Okay. All right. And fun. Good. Some good combinations. Yeah. That's good yeah. combination right there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, during your twenty years of comedy, right? I don't know if you, you work a regular job or whatever you do. You Definitely work a regular job. How do you feel that you can use the skill sets that you learn on the stage and apply it to your everyday life or at work or anything like that? Do you, do you apply it? Brought to you by my inner buck. Sometimes I just use comedy to cuss a bitch out. Back to you, buck. So how I use my comedy to, to like, even in being in the service or being in the service industry, whatever, it's like now you're able to just kind of take everything as a potential new bit. Everything is potentially a new set. So now I just absorb it as material. <coughs> and, and even going through therapy, which I recommend for everybody. Facts. Um, Co-sign that shit. Um, Co-sign that shit. You realize that where are people in that moment? You know what I'm saying? So when people are out of control or whatever, how I bring that to them, maybe what I did, maybe even I made them laugh, whether I'm on stage or working or whatever, maybe I could change the outcome and brighten up other people's day because comedy is medicine. So nice. you make people laugh and that, that can change their whole day. That's facts. That's absolute facts. I always say that all the time. Um, I do that shit when I'm at work. That's why I always ask. I wonder if somebody was doing the exact same thing. Because when the customers come and they be disgruntled, I try to use the comedy to kind of yeah. keep the situation in dead. Like, you should be a comedian. I'm like, I am. I, you know... <laughs> I hate saying it sometimes, but I'm like, I am. That's why you got these laughs. Somebody told me that at work one time, and I was like, you know, I've heard that before. That's I've heard that before, yeah. you know. As long as they don't be like, yo, say something funny. I'm like, bitch, was you not I... laughing for the last 10 minutes? <laughs> what the fuck you thought I was doing? That's the biggest thing. When they're like, tell me a joke, I'm like, your mama, I ain't got none. Right, you get out of here. Like, fucking freestyle rapper, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, knock, knock jokes. Yeah, and that shit ain't free. You right. Ain't you know, comedy... Uh, I think is when the arts that allows us to to talk about topics that's mostly you know will be considered taboo. Sure, right? sure. So with the way things are now, cancel culture, whatever the kind of shit you want to say, twenty years from now, what do you think will be said about comedy? How do you think comedy will affect 
side society? I think in this moment in the last five years, it's kind of been crazy for comedians in this last because because of cancel culture, right? right? And I think they they will say that a lot of comedy was in in certain regards were a little watered down in this in this moment because mm-hmm. um, you look back at. Whoopi and Billy Crystal and Red Fox, you know, even going back further, prior and all these people, they didn't give a damn. At all. And because there was no cancel culture. And with social media the way it is, I think a lot of things have been the same. The method of how the information is being transmitted is faster. So you can cancel somebody in an hour. Yeah. So I think right now they'll say just in 20 years, it was like, damn, y'all was vibing on that shit? Like, that ain't even nothing to worry about, you know? You know, trans people walk around here now with unicorns. That's what they're going to say in 20 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying so, is there anything, any topic, anything you stay away from? Or you write, or you or you perform? Is there anything like, ah, oh, I ain't going to do that? No bestiality. Okay. Nothing with kids. Sense. Like, pedophilia, no weird stuff like yeah, that. But like, like, I can get dark, but I don't get dark like that. Because I've just personally, having raised kids, being, I just think that shit's not appropriate. Right, right, right. You know, um, that's probably the one line. And... Yeah, kids, I could definitely... Uh, kids are off-limits. Uh, BCL is off-limits, except there is one thing that was off-limits till it wasn't. A friend of mine showed me, like, a video, Down Syndrome porn, and the only reason what? why I'm... T- the only reason why I'm what? telling you is to... It's like the ring to get it off of me. I shouldn't have seen it. I don't know why. I threw that whole computer away. I broke it. That shit was crazy. He opened up my computer. He said, bro, I want to show you this site. And I'm like, okay, cool. Boom. Down Syndrome. I was like, no! It was cr- it was crazy. I can't unsee it. I cannot oh, unsee it. And wow. did you know this is a little weird tidbit? The state they have to segregate a lot of um, the the adults that have Down syndrome and they're in facilities. They have to segregate them because they are having sex at seventy percent higher than than what is considered a normal person. And there's a lot of kids being born like the Down syndrome people. They, they get they get born. They horny. Horny in nursing homes? I heard nursing homes get busy, too. Second only to nursing homes. Oh, shit. You got granny in there, you know, giving gummies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. I heard nursing yeah. homes, the STD rate is high. It's the highest. The STD rate in nursing homes <laughs> are highest. Like, you didn't yeah. take your medicine today. Like, Earth, Bertha's giving out the goddamn ooh-wee. Bertha and Ethel Jean, they yeah. still giving out that good, Clap. good. Yeah. In between <laughs> the yeast infections and shit. So, you know. Yeah. Girl, that shit wild. That's um. Wild. I always ask everybody this question. Right? Sure. Dead or alive, you have your last dollar. They come into town. Who's your top five favorite comedian? Dead or alive. Top five favorite comedians that are alive. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Number one, uh, my top, Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, number two, um, <coughs> Dave is probably number two. Dave Chappelle is number two. Uh, Hope is number three. Okay. Paul Mooney is number four. Okay. Um, and number five um, would be. Help me! I'm alive. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in my top five. You go watch you. Yeah, I'm gonna watch me. You know what I'm saying? Watch me. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I've never had anybody watch, say themselves. You know what I'm saying? You know, because right. I'm alive. So this is a better question. Yeah. Those five comedians, right? You remember your five? I remember my five. All right. You're a producer. You're producing this show. Gotcha. Who's your opener? Who's your host? Who's your feature? Who's your headliner? Damn. Yeah. I'm gonna let Auntie Hope host. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to let Paul Mooney be my feature. Okay. Uh, Martin is my headliner. Okay. And uh, and me, I'm going to be somewhere in the mix. You going to open? I'm going to open. Okay. I'm going to open. Because sometimes you got to let greats do what they do. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Okay, all right. That's that's good. That's good. Mix. I give you that. I appreciate it. I give you that. Give you that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to therapy, so. I'm, I'm you know, I use comedy as therapy, but I realized I needed a whole real therapy. No, I go to real therapy you know, too. Yeah. I believe. I believe in using someone who with an actual fucking degree. Yeah. Not just <laughs> fucking crazy ass Karen in the front row. Exactly. All right, we're about to go on these topics. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, yo, y'all can get up. Y'all can call in 678. Uh, fuck my eyes. What is it? 749 9894. That's 678 740 9894. You can call in, talk to Buck, talk to me. All right, we ready for these? Let's go. All right, so they said having one lazy day what do you think about that? Having a day that you have to do nothing at all can help you reduce your stress level, blood, high blood pressure, and help your mental health. I'm here for it. I agree. A lot I of con- you know a lot of countries like have four-day work weeks. Hell right? yeah. And a lot of countries have CS. Like a lot of European countries have CS. It's like four hours in the middle of the day. They're just not doing nothing. They, I heard, which country is it? Is it Norway? Scandinavia on a place that you can sleep for two hours in the middle of the day, in the middle of your work shift. Absolutely. And you Absolutely. have 10-hour work days, and then you just sleep, take a nap for two hours, and just be good. And they don't even, in the schools, they don't even yell. They don't even take attendance. None of that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You hear that, America? <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. They doing it better than we are, man. But, yeah, that I believe in that. You know, it's hard for me. I'm, uh, I'm one, you know, I got a Caribbean background. Right, right. So the thought of not doing anything... It's like that's not in our Caribbean DNA. We're not built like that. You know, we gotta we gotta build a fire. Gotta we gotta find come, yeah. something to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. busy work. I'm like, ah, I just want to lay down. But I'm like, no, nah, I gotta yeah. do laundry or something. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm being unproductive. So that shit is hard for me. You're gonna have a six figure job, and the Caribbean's gonna be like, well, I'm a DoorDash for two hours, like in between, <laughs> you know, in between making all this money. I'm a lawyer, but I got a DoorDash. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I need extra pay. I remember I told my dad one time I was going to be a security guard. He's like, you lazy motherfucker. I was like, why am I lazy? You watching other motherfuckers work? <laughs> you protecting other motherfuckers from doing real work? I was like, well, damn, why are you saying like that? He over there dry hating on you and shit. Dude. I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, I got a nice little job. Shit made like $14, $15 an hour. He's like, you lazy motherfucker. You just go sit down and watch other motherfuckers work on camera? I was like, oh. <laughs> That's Caribbean as hell. Caribbean parents, you, sometimes you just never satisfy like, right. them. You know what I mean? So it's like, fuck, nigga, wait to fuck my whole damn shit up. <laughs> I just want to tell you, I'm going to get a paycheck. But fuck this paycheck. Dad, I don't want it no more. My dad said it ain't shit. Um, let's see. All right, so a study shows, and uh, this, I'm just, I guess they did a survey in this thing called Daily Mail. They surveyed a 1,000 women, and it revealed that 50% of the women admitted to having a fallback partner such as a gym buddy, ex-boyfriend, or, you know, a co-worker. Uh, surprisingly, one in ten women disclose that their plan B has already professed their love to them. Forty uh, percent of those uh, connections were, uh, while, were, while they were committed, claiming feelings for the backup were as strong as their current partner. So they're saying more than 50 percent of women already have a backup plan just in case somebody fuck up. They do fuck up, and those people already told them they love them. 
So they always got one in the wing. I completely agree. You know, if that was if this study was about men, that would be um, the side chick, the skeezer, and the jump off. <laughs> I mean, you you, you got to have three. You right. don't want to hold you up. Yeah, you know what um, I'm I, I definitely agree with that, and I think women have a different plan because women cheat differently. Women cheat Absolutely. emotionally. There's some out there. That other forty percent, they 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 just out there in the world doing ball head hoe shit. But um, as far as just the side thing, like women aren't dumb, like, and women are getting. You know, women. I think women were already smarter mm. than men. You know what I'm saying? And now they're just getting smarter because they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, fucking your secretary. Mm-hmm. Okay, that nigga that gives me massages is giving me more than than rub downs. You know right. what I'm saying? My happy endings are different. My happy endings, yeah. My happy endings come with a candlelight dinner and some dick. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I completely agree that women have a backup, uh, a backup dude, and a side dude. Um, that work husband's a motherfucker. Let me tell you that. They, they, they be a lot of them motherfuckers. There's a lot of work husbands, but you know the crazy part about work husbands is like when you talk to them or you're on the phone with your girl or whatever and or your girl boy whatever and they go hey hey it's just me work husband <laughs> work husband you announce yourself yeah <laughs> you fucking that nigga on break like you know what I'm saying right. you know I'm up there sending you fucking fucking damn uh moles and shit and you sharing it with this nigga like you know so yeah no no I, that's 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 a real thing work husbands and work wives are or, but yeah but women are just different about it they they, they sneaky about cheating yeah, my Shaq D had put up. You know, Shaq D was here. Uh, mm-hmm. They ended talking about uh, uh, women aren't better at at cheating. They just know that side niggas have understand boundaries, <laughs> which is true. Right. You a side nigga? I had times in school, early years I was okay with being a side nigga. Like, I, yeah. I don't want the the, the fucking Headache. All the headaches and responsibilities. I, I'm Bud Light, bitch. I want all the great Absolutely. And all the calories. Absolutely. I, I was a side nigga from 2001 to about 2004. And um, some of the best times of my life. You know, sex was scheduled. You know, this shit's going to be Monday, Sunday afternoon. She got to play bingo. She got to do shit with her husband. I'm good with that. You know, I'm really I'm really good with being, at that time, because I, I didn't know any better. I was good with being a side dude, because you're right. You get all the taste. You get all the feeling. You get all the love. And you get none of the responsibility. You ain't gotta buy any Air Jordan. Oh, whoo, that sounds like husband yeah, talk. That sounds like husband work. Uh, oil change. Woo, gotta do it. Look at the time. Go we're gonna do this again, yeah. right? Get your nails done. That's about all I can do. That's a second one. boundaries. Brought to you by husband time. Have boundaries and give that nigga good pussy. You know what I'm saying? I'll take the bad leftover stuff. You know That's it. That's it. Them side chicks be want to fucking take over, take respect the place. Side chicks are disrespectful because there was a time, there was a time, and not to go on this too long, but there was a time where, but see, these niggas, y'all, guys, stop boosting these side pieces out they station. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I go in the grocery store, like, and, and my side chick, the side chicks are real bold. They know what day you go grocery shopping, so they walking up right up on your girl or right up on your dude. Oh, that's a lovely perfume. They chopping it up, and you looking at her like, I will kill you with this box of cereal, bitch. Like, what are you fucking doing? I'm like, what are you doing? They just, they're disrespectful, and they're brazen. They need to know that they'll never be the wife, you know. But at the same time, but at the, but, but no, but the realness in this is, stop if the wife got everything she needed and you did everything you had to, 
she needs to live in in, in, po- in toxic positivity. She don't need to toxic positivity. My friend, my friend uh, Jay Leary told me that taught me that word two years ago. I'm like toxic positive. That shit don't go together. But she needs to be oblivious when she goes to the bank. Money can't be missing. Y'all get you a discretionary account, even if it's twenty five dollars a week. You know you can only spend twenty four ninety nine on that side chick. You cutting lawns and shit. You doing security. That security money goes to the side chick. You don't let home suffer. Right. The minute your kids ain't got no new Jordan, she going to be going through the credit card statements. Yep. That's facts. Nah, that's, that's funny as fuck. You're right. You're absolutely right. Stop boosting these hoes up. <laughs> you dead ass. Um, this young lady, this woman named Rosemary, Rosemary Hain, a 39-year-old Ohio woman, was convicted of assault for throwing her Chipotle order at an employee. The judge named Timothy Gillen uh, sentenced her to 190 days in jail with 90 days suspended. Oh, got a phone call. Hello, caller. Welcome to the Misfits. Who's calling? Turn the radio down. We can't hear you. Hello. Yes. Turn your radio down. We still can't hear you. Talk. Hello? Can you hear can me? You can, can you repeat what you said? Uh, you want me to go into the to the topic? Yes. Oh, I did. Okay. I did. All right. Is this my cousin Shantae? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Shantae? What wrong, you on? <laughs> All right. Well, it said nine days. Her her uh, jail time was suspended. And the unique t- the twist, the judge offered her a chance to earn jail credit by working 20 hours a week as a fast food restaurant at a fast food restaurant for two months. Damn. Only white people that. I, I believe that because if she if if they were black, like he would have been in, he might have been choked out and she might have been choked out and killed. Um, I I will give you an example. I used to work for the Enterprise Car Company. We get every bonnet and everything that comes in there, and we get cussed down. I mean, it's so crazy. A guy came and he put rims and tent on a car, and I'm like, sir, this car is a rental. I'm like, sir, this car is damaged. There's nothing we can do about it. He was like, but you know, I just wanted the car to look good. I'm like, player, like we can't do. You could have taken twenty five hundred dollars and bought you a car instead of why did you rent one and then add Giovanni rims to them? Wow. I, wish we, I wish we would have gave his ass community service. Right. You know How long he had the car for him to even do that like, shit? Like, until his shit got fixed, like four weeks. <laughs> this nigga put ribs on this shit. I think she got off light, but that's definitely that's definitely a Karen uh, that that happened to. Number one, why are you throwing that good... Look, look, it's meat and lettuce and some other shit. Like, nice. is it that serious? You know what I'm saying? Like, you done paid $12 and you gonna throw it? No. Where's my guac? Where's my guac? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm Death sorry. by guacamole. That's All crazy. Right. What's up, caller? You you good? Yes, I'm I'm ready. As All right, you want to have something to say? Huh? Did you have something to say? Yes, I do. Okay. Go go ahead. <laughs> you gonna say something or what? Yes, yes. Oh. Yes. But yes. Yes, what's a box? Hey, hey, girl, hey, this is my cousin for you. Hey, hey. Yeah, with the box, girl, you got to answer the question. May I come to the top of yes. the girl? Yes. So, um, I totally agree. Um, with being a side piece, you know, is maintenance. 
you ain't got to do shit. You don't got no response. Oh, excuse my language. You don't got no responsibilities. And it is what it is. Like, I've been flowing for that. So, 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 Shantae, are you saying that you want to be a side piece? She, you know? she just had a confession. Oh, you just had a confession. Like a taxi cab yeah. confession. Right it did here. sound like a. Ma'am, okay, so we will deal with <laughs> yeah. your, you being a side piece, how we can love you past your pain. <laughs> what I want you to do is right now, I want you to, to gla- grab your left breast in a circular motion. <laughs> And tell well, you can't touch my bubby, right? Okay, you can't touch your bubby, girl. But listen, me watch you for love yourself. But if you like being a side piece, girl, at least get your life yes. paid. Yes, I just want to tell you, I love your work. Congrats. Okay. And I look forward to actually being able to see you live. Thank you, my love. I appreciate you. Family reunion is about to be. Yeah, I appreciate you more, boo boo. All right. I appreciate you more, Bobo. I love you, Bobo. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks for calling it. That's funny. That's my crazy ass cousin. That's my favorite cousin. Her her mother and my father are twins. So we grew there's four sets of twins, right? There was like twenty six of them. And got you know Caribbean families. They ain't had no TV or no kids. This is fucking. And um she is my favorite she is my favorite cousin. Because uh, we're more like we grew up more like siblings, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's my that's my dog, and she she's out in Arizona, but she tried to support everything I do, mm-hmm. so I that's love that. Good. That's what's up. Thanks, Tay. That's what's up. That's what's up. I thought she wasn't gonna say nothing, but you got it going. Yeah, <laughs> I had to get her going. Like, oh, get her going. Now. <laughs> she was probably taking some medicinal herbs. She's probably slowed down a little bit. <laughs> I love you, Tay. <laughs> All right, you got actress Shirley Ralph. Right? I love Shirley Ralph. Love, love Shirley Ralph. Beautiful still. Very very beautiful still. And her husband of 20 years are finally taking a big step and moving in together in the same house. He's a senator out in Pennsylvania, right? She lives in L.A. full-time while he stays in Pennsylvania as a senator. Mm-hmm. The couple has, has seen each other every other week for two weeks at a time since 2005. This is the first time they're about to live together in 20 years. They're going to be divorced <laughs> in about 18 divorced. hours. Like in 18 hours, they are getting ready to be divorced. But you know what, though? There is something to that because, I, you know, if I ever get married again, have your own shit. I'm okay with seeing you like two or three times a week and you go home, have dinner. You can stay the night. Go, you know, because when I get tired of seeing you, you know, I got my CPAP machine on. I fart hey, at night. Hey, you got a CPAP yeah. machine? We need to fucking start a class. So many motherfuckers yeah. are walking with a CPAP machine. Yeah, 100% from the Navy. They got that free CPAP machine. You know, I be in there like dark Vader in a beer. Look, I am your father. I be in there breathing. I'm going to be in the mood like, yep. You want some? That's what you want to do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, that's awesome though. If they find a way to put the little aromatherapy things in there, like, you know, some 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 C B D oil or something in there, mm-hmm. those those CPAPs would be lit. Um but uh and the, the non THC, you know, for all those watching at home. Yeah. Um but uh, I think that is awesome that they can do and of course, you know, look at the, but maybe it might work out. Because if they can fly to see each other every other weekend, they got the money to deal with each other. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They got but the they money. They got that schedule down packed. So like you said, long term, like every day. Past two weeks, they got the two weeks built in their body for twenty years. That that two and a half week though, they're like, damn, man, it's time still here. Fly back somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Ain't you, you don't like the sun in L.A. no more? Why are you still here? But on top of that, though, brother, 
Cheryl Lee Ralph is a good-looking woman. That's and that's Jamaican-born and bred. Let Absolutely. me tell you, I think that stuff is probably fire. That's why the senator's like, I'm coming to see your ass. Right. We're going to be in this Fuck these bills. Yeah. <laughs> I beat on all that shit, bitch. I'm on my way. <laughs> you don't have to worry about none yeah. of this shit. Nobody's getting health care in my Gun state. control. Bam. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be yeah. right back. Yeah. That's Barack and Michelle, two-player. Yeah, Sarah Lee, Sarah, yeah. Sarah Lee is definitely still bad. Is she like 61? Yeah, man. She in her good Ooh, she, she in her vintage. good 60s. Oh, yeah, she got that. She in that Angela Bassett. Right. Vintage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. Angela looks real good. You know, Angela yeah. looks real good. That's not even my Angela. team, and I think Angela looks wonderful. She looks fantastic. You know? yeah. yeah. Every time I look at Courtney Vance, I'm like, you was a lucky motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you better never fuck that up. Never. Cause he's, it, that's definitely a motherfucker out your league. You look at him like, how the fuck that happened? Bitch, you was a bitch. You know, I think sometimes when guys meet women that are out of their league, they got skills that they are not talking about. about. Has to, has you to. Know. You gotta, be, you gotta be a humble, open your chair, yes, ma'am, all that kind. You gotta pull all them fucking tricks out. Cause Angela look like. She don't play the motherfucking radio. He he eating coochie with peppermints in his mouth. You, you know what I'm saying? Like he doing like to. yeah, standing on his head with it with one twizzle. Like that's that's what you do. You got you know to. What I'm saying? You got to with Angela Bass. You got Absolutely. to. Absolutely. All right. So the FBI is probing a peculiar case involving a Russian man, Sergey Vladimir Ok Ochava, whatever. Guilty. Was arrived <laughs> was has arrived in Los Los Angeles from Europe without a passport, visa, or any plane ticket whatsoever. His mysterious journey involved erratic behavior during the flight, including wandering around the plane and requesting multiple meals. Archova claimed confusion, asserting that he couldn't recall boarding or even pass a security check. So this stowaway Russian dude has a seat on a plane mm-hmm. from, from Russia to L.A., mm-hmm. which ain't a short flight, I'm pretty sure. No, it's a long flight. With no type of identification, no, no fucking luggage, no nothing. And don't remember how the fuck he get on him. I think that motherfucker's a drug mule. I blame Melania. <laughs> Why you blame her? <laughs> I mean, it, felt good. it felt good in the moment. Right, right, right. Blame um, Trump. I blame Trump. No, that, that's weird. Again, there are rules. There are rules for for white folks that are not rules for black. That we wouldn't. You would not have gotten to Albuquerque without your passport or your or your ID. Facts. Um, he's a drug mule. He's trafficking. Or, or something's going on. He was confused. He probably got two pounds of coke like sewn in his hip or something. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the only he thing. He woke up from the fucking drugs. And didn't even know where he was at. That That's crazy. You know, that's crazy. I, I don't... What is this world coming? How did he get through... How did he get... He don't remember at all. Imagine just it's like he just woke up. Like he just woke up and just said, Oh shit, I'm on a plane. You motherfuckers got extra food. And just pandering food. Through the whole flight, because Russia, again, I don't know what the flight is from Russia to LA. I'm pretty sure it's, it's at least 10 hours. At least. At least. I'm just throwing numbers out there. I want, I want to feel comfortable saying 10. Where they got a direct flight from Russia to, to, LA. to LA. That's a hell of a flight. Which way did you go? Right. Like, did you come this way or that way? You coming from that way, it's 20, it's like 20 hours. You know what I mean? So how did he get on? There's so many questions. Exactly. You know, there's so many questions. You should open that up for discussion because you know what? Number one, he should have been arrested. Um, um, I'm sure the FBI gonna be in it because you're not gonna just come from Russia right now with the way shit going on with Russia. No, 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 no. You ain't gonna sneak one of them motherfuckers in. No, 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 no. But India is on the blacklist. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I, you know, I don't get it. You know, but but at the same time, how did the Russian do that? And the and the Indians are on the blacklist. You know, I ain't never met no Taliban from India. Right. 
You know, know what I'm saying? Right, let me stop that. Oh, um, yeah. The red dot women are ain't that no bad. Ain't Very that, beautiful. They ain't that bad. Let you know. them in. Let them, you, you, Pandeep and, and, and Pupu, you can come on yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on in. Yeah. Pashma and, and, and Fatima, y'all come on through. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody else. Bring some of that curry with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Y'all stay back there by the TSA gate chat, you know. Keep leave Mr. Patel back Yeah, meet the Patel for sure. The Patels are strong. Yeah, the Patel kids and their husbands, all of them. Leave the sons and everything. Leave the mothers back. Um, all right, so we got Jonathan Majors. You know who that is, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, his ex-girlfriend plays a recording of him in court where the actor allegedly demanded her to behave like Coretta Scott King or Michelle Obama. In the recording, Majors allegedly said, I'm a great man. A great man. I do great things for my culture and for the world. And uh, the woman that supports me needs to be a great woman as well. He added, two nights ago, you did not do that, which took away from the plan. In addition, Jabari, which is the ex-girlfriend's name, cleaning majors, majors would get upset with her and would threaten suicide. So he pretty much saying, hey, in the in the recording, you're embarrassing me. You're out here getting drunk, looking crazy. I'm a major actor right now. I'm on my up, up climb. And you got me looking crazy. Act like Coretta Scott King, Michelle Obama. Be, have some fucking class about you. Mm-hmm. Now, he yelled it into the phone and his, his approach was there, but tell this white woman to be Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott King got a lot of black women in the uproar. You know, first, you know, the black women are already pissed that that's what's happening. <laughs> and then your references are pillars of the black, of woman, the black woman community. <laughs> you know, you, Rushmore. you know, Rushmore. Martin got down <laughs> crazy and Coretta stood there, you know, perm in place. Right. You know, Michelle, beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. With allegedly. side chick, allegedly. allegedly, you know, what well, we ain't gonna do, you know, well, we're not gonna do that because well, well, we this is home, uh, home <laughs> of the king, all right, all right, know, right but now. at the same time, everybody, you know, everybody got a pass, like, and we're not even, we're not even bringing that up, you know, but the same, but we, look, Barack ain't been in no shit, you know, and if he has been, I'm sure Michelle is curating that shit down to the end. He was like, she probably going, nigga, you finna, you ain't finna embarrass me out here. Yeah, she, you know, I can definitely see her whispering, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, get your shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Don't tell Malia and them, they better act right, cause right. you know I ain't playing. You know what I'm saying? They are absolutely. But you know, trash though. But you know, well, well, you know, every every celebrity child goes through this moment where they want to be a producer no, or an actor. Michelle, Michelle Obama and, and they, Barack. They produced a new movie on Netflix called what was the, what the shit called? Leave the world. Leave the world behind. behind. It is. I, well, I'm gonna need them to leave that that endeavor behind because the movie was good until the ending. I, I was confused the whole time. Like, please you tell me what? what the fuck's going on. I'm gonna go see it. The end was then, super bad. It's on Netflix. It's on I'm gonna go, go see it. Two hours and twenty minutes. So no, 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 that's too much time. Yeah, <laughs> of being, I was confused again. Like any minute now, I gotta keep pause. Like Bruh. I got twenty more minutes to figure out what the fuck's going on. Bruh, if it's not Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, I have like, look. You ain't gonna have me watching no movie from over two hours. You know, if, if I was president, movies would be seventeen minutes. <laughs> Enough to a time. Not Tubi's. Hey, I got a movie out on Tubi, as a matter of fact. It's called uh, The Getaway from Spaz Out TV. Go nice. check out Spaz Out TV. It's nice. called The Getaway. Um, check it out. Brought to you by Spaz Out TV. They're not paying me for this commercial. <laughs> but yeah, it's two hours and 20 minutes, and I wish I could get that motherfucking time back. So, I, but back to the original thing, right. I think, um, so some of that frustration is misplaced. 
first and foremost, but this goes back, this is a man-woman thing. Or right. No, I'm not going to say that because this is a new world. This is a relationship thing. Right. When you date out of your station, <coughs> mm, I like that. When you like date out of your station, station these are station. things that happen. That you're going to find somebody on station. You, right. Absolutely. You promoted that side chick probably over a really good one, mm-hmm. and now you got to tell her... Hang on, you you better you better act right. Right. When if you had dated the way you were supposed to, mm. you wouldn't be having these problems with some of these men and some of these women. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a perfect example of. And then you gonna tell a white woman another station to act like another station. Right. You can't you can't tell an ultimate Karen to act like an ultimate Keisha. <laughs> Who does that? Uh oh. Hey, we've got to call it. We get a popper today. Thank you for calling Misfits of Comedy. Hello. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's going on? What's your name? Hi, my name is Tamika, and Paul is my brother. So first of all, bro, I just want to tell you I'm so proud of your your achievements. And my question to you is, would you have gone into the Navy if you knew your career was going to be where it is as a comedian? Well, sis, first of all, we want you to comment on the uh, questions that we asked, but I love you. I know, but you know, you're my sister, and I'm going to take care of this. This is my sister. This is the only sister I've left living, and she's my road dog. Wait a minute, what'd you say? I can't hear you, huh? I said, you are my road dog. Um, I have one sister that's deceased. This is my eldest sister, Tamika, and she's my road dog. We talk every day. We talk every day. Um, so, would I have gone into the Navy if um, I knew my career was heading in this direction, um, I don't. You know what? To be honest with you, I don't know because without the Navy, while I was going through a lot of this journey, the Navy made me eat a lot of nights and not let me sleep in my car. I don't have one of them tragic comic careers that said, "I think I was homeless for nine days." I don't have that. I don't have that. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't have that. I don't. I don't be like you know. I was out there giving hand jobs. I told jokes. To make ends meet, um, I might I might be doing that after this because <laughs> I'd be canceled. But um, but I, I tell you, the Navy did some really great things as far as now I'm disciplined with a plan and and those things that coincide together. To be honest with you, the Navy has given me so much material. Had I missed that experience, I don't know how this would have turned out. Mm. So my honest answer is I don't know, but I feel blessed. Everything happens the way it's happening, and I appreciate you being my sister and in my life and giving me some support now. So um, I don't know, but let's let's enjoy this ride. Aww, all this family love. Did I answer your question? Did she hang up? Hello. She didn't hang up. Okay. You still there? Long? All right. Yeah, I'm. Did yeah, I'm question? still here. It's my my mic went out. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Did I answer your question? Okay. Well, talk. Yeah, that's yeah. That answers my question. My brother's a brilliant guy, and I wouldn't expect any less from him. Paul, keep it going. Keep people laughing. Keep people laughing, because Lord knows he keeps us laughing at the house all the time. He's a clown. I love you, and I have now subscribed to the show, nice. and I look forward to more great stuff. Paul, I'm looking forward to more great stuff from you, bro. I love you. I love you too, sis. All right, talk to you soon. All right, all right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
Look it, at that. It is every Caribbean person going to call in tonight. What's that going on? What's going What's going on? You know, my sister's been one of my biggest supporters and biggest fans. And even through the military and everything, you know, my, my sis tries to, even if I'm not close, she'll try to catch a video or she'll try to do something. So it, it, I'm blessed to have that, you know. That's right. Right. That's Thanks for subscribing too as well. Hopefully we have some more shows that you you'll subscribe or look into. All right, so we got a single mother is struggling and working 120 hours a week to keep up with her son's luxury lifestyle. He demands 2,500 dollars a month in allowance, and he refuses to wear anything else unless it's designer clothing. I'm fitting to go to jail. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, she ain't whoop his ass. And number two, 2,500 dollars. What is she wearing? Right. Like she working hard. Like no, 120 hours a week to the foster home you go. Like that's that's crazy. You going to live with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air? Like if that's what you want to do with your life, that's where you finna go. Look, these kids get too much. Facts. You know facts. she's doing. You know she she's doing way too much. As a lesson, that nigga would have a cot, some water, and some dried bread in his room with with, 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 with Converse no shoes. Door. Right, no door wearing dickies and wife beaters. That's what your ass like in prison. You gonna look like a cholo from West Hollywood. That's what you fucking with me. Um, she's doing too much. I don't think parents are really starting to overextend themselves for their kids. There's one thing. Hey, you want to give your family a good life or the life that you didn't have? That's fine. But that good life starts with you got a roof, yep. you've got food, and yep. you've got the necessities. You don't need an iPhone. Fucking with me, you have a flip phone with three buttons on Hell that bitch. Yeah. Home, police. And, 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 and somebody side chick that's gonna come pick you up. You got life alert. Life phone. alert. Obama phone. Oh yeah, she's doing she's doing too much because that poor woman is running herself ragged for she now an no entitled child. Herself. No time for herself. No yeah. time for herself. And that's what the video too. He was a little asshole too. You were. He was a super asshole. Oh, this is a real person. Yeah, black woman too. Yeah. That's the, Where's she from? Wisconsin or something? Oh no, that's really fucked me up. This is a black woman, black woman with a, with a little black boy. Just Slick say his ass will be wearing the same outfit every day. Every $2,500 for allowance, nigga? You a crazy you ain't do shit? My allowance ain't even $2,500. Shit, that's you know my mortgage man? payment. Like, what are you, you talking know, about? You know Absolutely man? not. He you don't cut no grass. He don't get no gross. They ain't say, but it's just the fact that you're doing 120 hours of, like, that shit is she unfathomable. Like doctor or something, because you can't imagine $15 an hour or some shit like that. When the fuck she got time to sleep, eat? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> She's not doing any of that. She's not doing any of that. Yeah, she and she's fucking. She, he's fucking her too. <laughs> right. He's fucking her she's over. She's taking it. Yeah. Over, right. Fuck it, ass right over. She need a man, a woman, a side chick, a side dude. She, she needs. Need she needs bingo. She needs something to do something. Drugs. Everything. So yeah, we gonna make that lady a drug addict. That's I crazy. mean, she gonna need some. Come on, to keep going. To 120 hours a week, like you just. The, the thought process. I cannot even imagine. That's four. That's three. Was it three it fucking 40 hours a week? That's what they said. That's man. like 18, 19 hours a day almost. She got to be a nurse or something. That's the only way I could think. She's she probably a traveling hitting, nurse. Hitting those type of numbers. Yeah, maybe she working seven days a week. She has to. Has to. Either way. like. How old is the kid? He's like 12. He's 12? Yeah. His allowance is $2,500 a week. Can she adopt me? Right. Bruh, that's crazy. Hell yeah. I'll be up in that motherfucker. That, house he need a ass woman in military school. Stepdaddy season. Yeah. Time to, time to tighten this shit up, yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah. Hurry up, nigga. All that $2,500 shit, gotta go. 
You ain't, you ain't making none of that money, sir. You're taking it out from the household. Damn, can't make that shit happen for you no more, sir. New day. That's crazy. New I would fucking go, day. I would go dump a whole bunch of leaves in the backyard, and I would tell him, put that pile over there. Now do that for 10 hours. Right. <laughs> and then when you're tired, <laughs> take it back yeah, over take there. Take it back over there. There you go, you're 25. Yeah, you got to make that shit work. All right. I, I don't know if you're a fan of these two groups. I heard this, and being a, being a person of, of that enjoys music from the 90s, Wu-Tang and Joe C is starting their residency in Vegas next year. I agree with both of them. I like both of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you, you're against that. <laughs> together? No, no, not together. Oh, okay, okay. Separately. Because that's a lot together. No, yeah, no, no. Separately. That's, that's, that's a lot of Wu-Tang. Ooh, yeah, you can't have that together. <laughs> you know. Two two separate Oh, I support, I support that. That's going to be dope. I su- that's See, this is what Usher dope. did. Usher opened the floodgates for all the motherfuckers like... Yeah, I think I want that residency check. Yeah. I think I want that residency thing because Usher two years. You know that. You know how much money that is, though. That's ridiculous. You know, I mean, I know we ain't talking about Barbara Streisand, but you know, Barbara Streisand was making twenty million dollars a month. I believe Celine Dion. What she was doing, like a hundred million a year mm-hmm. for, like the five years. Mm-hmm. Drake did it for, I think, a year or so. Like everybody who does it, you come out like yeah. Good. You, know, you get the penthouse suite. Yeah, I do a residency for two comp. months. All your everything, just about everything you want to do in Vegas is comp by that hotel. And not to mention, they build like didn't they? They build like whole side stadiums for the for, for they these got that venues. Now. That uh-huh. yeah. big round ball yeah. in the of the stadium. Uh-huh. That's where YouTube residency is at. Uh-huh. YouTube. Let me get a YouTube and and Live Nation to be like, Buck, you gonna residency in Vegas? I would never leave. I'm like, <laughs> we gonna do this till the cells fall off my neck. Like we gonna be in that thing. Yeah, so Wu Tang and Jodeci, two separate. I'm a big fan of both of those. I did see Wu Tang when he came out. When he came out with Nas, great show. So to to imagine them together and all nine of them, well, not of course ODB's not around, but eight of them doing all their stuff individually. Was that nine? I thought that was like forty six of them. Yeah, in theory, but only <laughs> nine of them really rap. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's forty six, <laughs> but it's like forty if you count all the other fucking little subgroups. Yes. But um, just to have all of them individually do their stuff, that's gonna be dope. That's gonna be hella. That's gonna be real dope. And then that Jodeci shit. A lot of motherfuckers about to get pregnant. <laughs> Again. In Vegas. Yeah. In Vegas. In Vegas. Woo. That shit's woo. And they were already. They're gonna open an abortion clinic right next to. <laughs> ooh yeah. You can get married, get an abortion, and ooh yeah, right there, right. all next to They're the Jodeci. About to bring that leather vest out. Casey about to be kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Casey just need to get about 15 more pounds. Come on, Casey. Don't come out there now with that, that vest on. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that iron boy chest. Man, that shit. Them niggas, ooh, that's going to be live, man. Vegas about to be lit, man. 2024. All right, Wu-Tang and Jodeci, man. I'm, I'm for that shit. All right, so it's a new liquor coming out. The company's called Empirical, and they, and they partnered with Doritos Nacho Cheese. And they made a spirit combined. You can now consume the beloved snack in liquid form, which according to the website, opens up with a umami and tangy aromas of nacho cheese, moving to a deeper corn-forward flavors of the chip to finish on a soft, salty note. So someone says, yo, you have a house party. They bring you, they bring you fucking Dorito Nachos liquor. N- nigga, never. <laughs> nigga, never. Nigga, never. They bring me some shit like that. That's, that shit's getting re-gifted like a motherfucker. Nigga, never. Notes of umami and fucking nacho. Ch- nigga, get out. It's called empirical. Spell it. You know what I'm saying? 
That's gonna piss somebody off. Like, like, yeah, nigga, bring that empirical shit. That shit with notes of umami and fucking Doritos. Number one, you gonna have gas. With you gonna be shit with a salty notes. With a salty note, get never. Right, listen, when that shit comes out, don't bring that shit to my house. I mean, I do want to try it a little. I'm curious what that shit gonna be like, but just imagine that you having chips and then having a fucking alcohol that tastes just like nacho cheese. Like, well, who said, yo, this shit gonna be brain. They're gonna kill these niggas when we come out. We're gonna fuck Siraka up. We're gonna fuck all that shit. This up. is the beginning of the end of the world. Like, that is not. I can't even. I can't even put my ass on it. Like, that's, 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 <laughs> I am so, I am so, it made my whole ass just itch right now. That's a whole thing, adding liquor, nacho cheese, and why does it now sound alluring after I said it out loud? Um, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be parents giving their, their kids shots of that shit. Hey, don't you, don't your kids like hot fries and shit? I'll be coming over there like, hey man, uh, step down here, take a shot of these for the kids, go to sleep. Hell yeah. A lot of stinky Go ass up. bathroom. That shit's gonna be like bath sauce. People, niggas gonna be freaking out over that. What happened, nigga? That, nigga, he drank that Empiricus. <laughs> shit called Empiricus. 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 Uh, spell that. Say that ten times. Get yeah. salt around the rim. Oh my please. God, that's a whole lot going on. Oh, that's crazy. We mix anything together. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Who said this? Said, you know what? That shit gonna be. I'm putting these Doritos in drink before. Y'all niggas ain't never seen no shit like this. Not even Cool Ranch. Like, you going to the extreme one. Like, you oh, know that Cool man? Ranch is coming next. You, you know, know that Cool Ranch, yeah. If you, you niggas like this cool shit, ranch, that Cool yeah. Ranch is definitely on the way. Yeah, that Cool Ranch having notes of uh, cucumber and, and cilantro. <laughs> so that's what you're saying now until, uh, until Six of Mayor comes. Sonya, I know you buying this shit, baby. <laughs> I know you buying it. We got to from the Bronx. So I know you. I know you're gonna buy the nacho joint. This is probably be hot as fuck. What up, Bronx? What up, Bronx? Yes, sir. <laughs> now I, you know that they, they and there might probably in the next five years be a bottle on my shelf. You know what I'm saying? But but I'm gonna fight it because I think that's that's crazy. I think that's that's you know that's like that's like seeing after you moved out of projects and you moved into a new house and you seen a roach for a first for the first time. You just you just you just like right. <laughs> Why are you here? Is this my life? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I left you behind. Why the fuck bro, are you here? Right. Sit out of the pool, man. Bring me that empirical shit. Like I can't. I I can't even go ahead. What's the next question? <laughs> that's that's I, 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 You got Casamigos? No. Is it yellow like Doritos? Like is it? It's, it's the color. It's the same, same thing. Color it's that orange, orangey tint joint to it. And they had it like on the on the glass. How like, does it look with ice? Like, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show you a picture of it. There's a picture of. Yeah. This is really, <laughs> I'm gonna show you a picture of the bottle. They already got the the, the, the mock-up prototype. It looked like bottle. Rito, like, a, like a chip or something. Like. No, look at what they have. Now, if they, they made the bottle like in the shape of a chip, that would <laughs> no, be no. This is a regular bottle. It's red. The, the the liquid looks red. I don't know if the bottle's tinted or whatever. And it's a glass. It's like a reddish drink. And they had like they had red salt around the top and a uh, lime. My God, you know that's a train wreck. Like, that's a lot of fights in clubs, a lot of divorces. There's going to be a lot that's, of people. That shit remind me of Incredible Hulk. That shit remind me of all the fucking colored drinks that motherfuckers go so crazy about. a couple of tequila fudge that nachos <laughs> No, that shit going to have y'all booty on fire. And a lot of y'all niggas going to be out here eating ass and with the Dorito flavored butts. You had to go all the way to Because you know how it is. But you, know, you know how it is. You that's know, what it's got umami in it. Right. And That's gonna push niggas. down the digestion. Right. <laughs> niggas gonna get loose like, ooh, this shit got me hot, nigga. Don't nobody want a swampy ass. You trying to eat butt? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, to a lot of my friends out there in the rainbow community, you know, like they would say, nobody wants a swamp bottom. You know nobody wants a swamp bottom. We have Mexican food tonight. We are not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> 
What she said, what did what this uh, six say? She said, let me see a bug of any kind in this bitch. Oh. <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do bugs no more. I'm, I'm up that. Right. No more of that nature. She's above me. Um, it's the last one. It's called tonight. The Geminide uh, meteor shower is set to deliver its peak performance. Is that the name of it? Yes, it's Geminide. it. Or G E M I N I D. Geminide. Geminide. I'm going with Geminide. <laughs> uh. Mm. Uh, I'm a Gemini. That's some like past G- things. Gemini, right? I, yeah. I was Gemini, right? <laughs> you motherfucker Gemini me though. I don't even know how it is. I was a Gemini. Yeah, right. yeah, now I'm saying right. hey, I ain't know I could get that shit up like that. Man. So they saying tonight, if you look at a clear sky and you know you don't have no lights in the way, you're gonna see a weather shower or conditions of a bunch of meteors, 150 meteors at one time. Uh, they said 150 meteors per hour streaking across the, the sky. And it's going to start from 10 p.m. tonight until the morning, early morning hours. So if y'all not doing anything, you're not fucking or sleeping or whatever y'all do, uh, y'all can watch uh, meteor showers in your area. Hopefully, if it ain't a bunch of lights and shit. 150 meteors are going to be shooting across the sky per hour for the next couple hours tonight. It's going to be 36 damn degrees tonight. I think I might have to catch Gemini in his next rotation. <laughs> you know, 300 man. years from now. He's like... I'm mean, catch you motherfuckers. I might check that out. As long as one ain't coming too close to the earth. You know what I'm saying? That's my biggest fear. So she, she, we can't run away from as a people. You know, because 150 of them. I mean, you know, as long as they're little ones, but I think that's what got the dinosaurs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I don't the know. Niggas like, oh, this shit getting closer. <laughs> it's getting warm than get a warm bitch out water. here. Why the water fucking evaporating? Nah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you said that would be in the bathroom with the light off, CJ. No, I'm not. <laughs> She's talking about how I did. No, I'm not going to be in there. When that shit going, I'm going to be right by the window to make sure. <laughs> for that, if the world going in, I want to see that shit come. I want to be in the bathroom over my fucking nacho liquor and, and shit coming. I'm just gone. That is the only time I think that nacho liquor is approved. The Germany yes. meteor shower <laughs> is going to destroy the earth. And we get the liquor. We got to get the liquor. So if I say, well, I want how this incredible hog fucking... Uh, Doritos shit taste at this moment. Right now. Man. <laughs> this moment. Mix it all together. F Incredible Hulk, man. <laughs> Anything with Hennessy is bad. Period. It's bad. Bad. You period. only do three Why things on Hennessy. Shits, <laughs> Give me the three. You know what they are. No, fuck. You fuck, fight. Fight. Three. Fart, I guess. Like, you know, you <laughs> fucking fighting. Definitely you, fucking you, and fighting. You fucking and fighting. Fucking and like, fighting. you fucking and fighting. Without a doubt. That's on, that's on Hennessy by itself. And in that Hulk, yeah. You freaking out. So you fuck fighting, you freaked out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the freaking out. Does the freak out go with the fuck? Of course it? the freak out, because you're going to be nasty. I think that's after everything. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah, after yeah, everything. Yeah, everything after everything. Like, but yeah, that, so, that's incredible. Like, like, you know, like, I put a little Hennessy in your drink. Right. A little Hennessy in your drink. Candlelight a little Hennessy. So what you doing on that E&J then? Easy Jesus. Ooh. Urk and that's exactly what's happening. Now, now, brought to you by diabetes. I try to now drink in moderation. Um, too many waking up uh, behind dumpsters with one sock on. Back to you, Buck. Uh-uh, I ain't doing that, ENJ. Yeah. But I will. You know used to be my drink? That used to introduce the females. And they did like, I don't drink like that. Like, I got the perfect drink for you. Amaretto. Amaretto sours. You can be oh cool with Amaretto sour. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so that, sweet. What this is, is this? so good. Oh, my God. I love it. Keep sipping. Keep sipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want one more? It's so sweet. It tastes like Kool-Aid. Uh-huh. You know what my throwback was? 
Boone's Farm. Still $2.99, my guy. We used to throw back. If any of my old school friends are watching, y'all remember when we used to have these throwback, like every so often we'd have a Boone's Farm party and we would go to the store and use Boone's Farm. There's now 35 flavors of Boone's Farm. Still two ninety. Well, it was 99 cents then. I'm going to say it didn't go up. Okay. It's $2.99 now. That's like 30 years. I, I, that, that Strawberry Hill was my shit. That was, was, yeah, shit. was my shit. That's Strawberry Hill. That's, that's a real one. Sonya say, you know you like that fuck fart, CJ. Uh, not the <laughs> fuck fart. Absolutely not. Sonya going in hard. Sonya going in hard. Absolutely that's not. That's the Bronx. That's yeah, y'all in the Bronx. Lisa, you got to know what drink works for you. White or brown. Sonya says, oh Long God. Island iced tea. You drink Cisco? <laughs> Sonya, you look like you would drink Cisco. I can see Sonya, that. Sonya, why are you? See, Cisco. Sonya, 6'4". 6'4". 6'4", Puerto Rican joke. She live here in Atlanta? Yeah. She got a show next week. 813-336. Buck said he want to be on your show. He got I want to be on your show. He got a, she got a Spanglish show coming up next week, Tuesday. My family is from Guyana, South America. I speak a little Spanglish. Hear that? Let's Sonya. do it. Let's do it. Put them on the show. You got some spots left, I think. Jen, she said Jen? Jen. Jen is serious as motherfucker. Yeah, Jen is serious. I, I remember, Jen. did I tell you the time I had the um, Everclear? No, nigga, that shit 152 proof. Well, whatever you know what, it is. That's what they drink on the on the weed show I was doing on Sunday. They soak their marijuana. You told me about that. And, and Everclear for 45. You ever had Everclear? Days, and drink. Yes, nigga, that shit like start a car. Wait, like they, they smoke, they soaking. They so, they, they the weed motherfuckers are serious. They're the they, real deal. They're dead serious. They grow their own shit, but they're dead serious. They soak their marijuana for 45 days in Everclear. Strain it, soak it again, strain it again, then they drink it with Kahlua or coffee. I had this much of it. I don't know what I had this much of it. And I was DJing. I've been DJing for 30 years. I couldn't remember where the fucking buttons were. (laughs) Your ass was like, we finna get up. (laughs) They be drinking and smoking. They be drinking it and smoking. See, I I gotta bow to them. Because that Everclear by itself? That motherfuckers is dead serious. I guess that's better than doing the wiki sticks. What, when people used to put the the, the formaldehyde? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy six. Yeah, I never, I, I never, in Chicago, I knew that in Chicago, because some of my homies lived in Pilsen on the south side, they were like, man, you ever these wiki sticks, I'm like, I'm good, the just give me a wiki new stick, pour. The, the ones you play around with shit? No, that is, 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 uh, is marijuana cigarette dipped in embalming fluid. Embalming fluid. Oh. Yep, and they then we smoke it, oh. and it makes you throw up like you're crazy. Listen, this was me. And embalming fluid was that, that, that you had me at? Bro, uh, absolutely not. What this is about? me with drugs. Just give me a new port. Like I, that's as, you know, that's as far as I'm going. Give me a good drink and a new port, and I'm at his, and a cigar. Wow. I'm happy that you, let's not be creative. Embalming fluid. Embalming fluid. So you said next Tuesday, eight o'clock. She said, "Come on, come on." Okay. Hit me up at uh, bucs underscore comedy. I'll get your information from Slick, and we'll connect. Six four and Puerto Rican and Boricua. Okay, yeah. okay. You got coquito too. She got, she got why, don't you, why don't you bring some here? See how you be doing me? I love Because people don't be knowing what be going on when they come in. They don't know what they can do or say. See, the next time, I would have brought a premiere shot. I would have brought some cigars. Oh, and, I you know, cigars, I just didn't know. I, you know, I brought, I brought my ethnic. Yeah, so you, need to have your, you need to tell your people, right? you know. Everybody else comes. You know, they drink, they smoke. Yeah, they, y'all can bring whatever. I have, a, I, I have a show that's literally two hours of smoking, smoking and weed. drinking. <laughs> I can't be on that show, but I definitely have a cocktail with you yeah. anytime. Sonia, yes, make me some, please. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely want some. Sonia, make me some too. I got twenty five on, it and I'll bring my own jug. Sheesh. 
what you got on this? No shit. I got a match now. I got a match now. I don't know where I'm gonna get a jug from, but I'll figure it out. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, thank you, Sonia. We appreciate it. Coquito, brought to you by Sonia. Coquito, brought to you by Sonia. She's six foot four and she's fucking making Coquito. She put the flag up in everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Give, give everybody uh, social stuff. Okay? What's your next show? Hey, guys. So you can find me um, at uh, Paul Buck Gittins on Facebook. You can find me at Buck, B-U-C-S underscore comedy on IG. You can find me at Bucktown14 on uh, Twitter. Now it's X or something like that. You can also go to my link tree, um, uh, Paul Buck. Um, I'm there as well. Um, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, Paul Buck as well. Um, where I'm going to be next, I got a, I got a weekly show over at um, Club 291 off of Camelton Road. Oh, you and send me that. Yeah, I'll send you that information. Road, and if you go to my website, it's www.paulbuck.com. You can see where I'm going to be and everything. And you can subscribe to all of my all of my social media platforms. And also, you know, send me some love. Give me an email. Give me a shout out. I appreciate it. All right. Y'all heard it. All right. We had a hell of a show. Very funny. Funny, funny, funny guy. Thanks for coming out, man. We got one. We got one tomorrow. We got one tomorrow. Club two nine one. It's every Thursday. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. What time? Every Thursday we start. We do a late show, so we start at nine, and we'll go as late as twelve. We sometimes will do two shows. Perfect. I've heard that does work. Perfect schedule. All right. So um, support my man's shows. Go listen to all the social media stuff. Follow it. Subscribe. All that kind of good stuff. All right. But so fine by any means or for whatever chance you might have missed this episode, but I don't know why you would do something stupid like that. You can find it on Spotify, SoundCloud, Mixcloud, uh, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, what else we got? And, it, and what is it? Fucking Pandora. What? Pandora. Pandora. Uh, we got Amazon Music, yeah. Roku TV, mm-hmm. Misfits of Comedy on Instagram, Misfits of Comedy on Facebook. Look, anything you watch. Your your we're, regular we're podcast on? We on every major shit. We ain't we ain't for, for we the games. Shit I forgot about. Yeah, that's it. We on shit we forgot about. You heard me? Thirty Not plus already. and on. Yeah. So and the shit don't stop. So if it's ain't for play, mm. and the comedians when I reach out, no, you gonna be seen. You mm. know what I mean? Don't don't. This ain't for play and heard. Brought right. to you by Misfits of Comedy. We're on every single platform, and yeah. I hope to bring my ass back. Back to you, Slick. Pop my shit. Seven years and going, baby. So, with that being said, we'll see you next Wednesday, 8 o'clock, same bat time, same bat channel. Peace. Chris Classic. 2016. Uh. First of all, I'm a New York nigga New kicks, new chicks, and new fitty You can put me anywhere, I'ma kick it 125th G-Dep, let's get it I hate when niggas say you make real hip-hop I will still fuck your bitch in Gucci flip-flops The problem is if I say anything intelligent You call it conscious like it's somehow not relevant I agree that this ain't really for KOD But say la vie out the bows in the SUV On my way to the Black Oscars 